Elijah Millen. Peter. Peter Kane. If it, well, if it isn't Elijah Millen. <laughs> What's up? What's How up with you, you man? Um, a lot's been up with me, but dude. I've been working on really? this XL course. I've been like not working on it, but like I guess that's a part of the process of writing something. Yeah. I just being like I love live streaming and I like TikToks because you can literally live streaming. There is no pre-production. There is no yeah. writing. This, you just go right you know? into it. And I, it's kind I, of like this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, that's uh, that's another reason. that I, I, We don't yeah. get writer's blog on this podcast. We're just no, shooting no, the no, shit. We just start you know? going. We just start um, going. I think similarly, like live streams, if you have a personality, if you know how to do like stage presence, you don't need yeah. to prep and you can just get by on energy. Same with exactly. TikToks. Like, TikToks, there's a bit of writing, but like the process is over before you can even have. Yeah writer's block like it's it's eight seconds you know yeah you know i there's a funny context where i run into this yeah um nikki sometimes will ask me something like how would you a- approach this topic if you were if to t- like talking with a specific person like how would you bring this up oh that's, and i like try yeah, to think and i try totally to think about nikki like yeah <laughs> i try to think about like all right how would i do that uh and i'm like i i start like Oh, hey, I was wondering. I'm like, no, I wouldn't say it that way. Like, I literally tell, like, I cannot actually, like, rehearse a conversation, like, that I'm going to have. I just show up and do it, right? I I cannot, like, think through what I'm going to say. It, yeah. it just has to be in the moment. Well, I think, I think like, you're you're not a social anxiety guy. Yeah. You know? I guess so. And yeah. I think I, I, I think, you know, not to speak for Nikki, but I think her and I. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nikki do- will say. She says a lot that she has social anxiety. Yeah, like yeah. she's um, she and I, I think like I don't always have it, but I think I mm-hmm. resonate with her a lot when she's talking about it, and she she resonates yeah. with me when I've talked about it. Yes, but dude, I think if nothing else, GPT is good for drafting those emails and drafting oh, right. those uh, how you would want to frame like a hard heart like a tough question or something. Interesting. I haven't. I honestly like after. For each of these tools, when they came out, I like played around with them for yeah, a, two days, and then I forgot about them and haven't used them since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know me. I'm like a. Tech, <laughs> I know you are. Tech yeah, bro. yeah. Yeah. For each of these, I did try one time using ChatGPT to like. I really didn't want to write an email because I didn't know how to phrase something. Yeah. And like, whenever I ask it to do something, it gives the most the blandest life, most lifeless answer and i'm like no no no, no. like i know that i know i have to say that chat gpt but that's not the right way to say it and then it's just me being like okay fuck it and then like then i'll actually go type it myself yeah well this is better i think where i've had success is um where it's like it it never ever gets me a hundred percent of the way there of course 80 percent. it's like decent for inspiration i found yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't copy and paste. I'm just like, I, I guess I should say that. Oh, like, oh, that's a I'll good word it. or yeah. that's a good sequence of words to frame it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I haven't tried in a while, though. Yeah. Anyway, what? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I was just trying to segue. I'm sorry. I'm I thought you had something next to, be... to say. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I actually have a few things and I'm not sure where to put this in this podcast. I'm just going to say it right now. Yeah. So a lot more people have been replying to the Q and a section on, uh, on Spotify. What's the Q? Uh, oh, 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 yeah. So it automatically like went built I, into the product now. Yeah. It's, it's automatic. When I post an episode, it automatically says, what do you think of this episode? 
And we had a couple, we had a couple oh. replies uh, and a few, a few things I want to address because they're specifically asking about uh, stuff that we talked about last episode. And I, I, it's still fresh in my mind because I edited it not too long yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to great address, edit, by the way. Great edit. Oh, th- th- thank another you. Another banger thank for you. the books. <laughs> I just want to address the couple points and stuff that I'm going to address the people who, who said nice things. Yeah. People said, rad, keep it up y'all. Thank you to the elephant. Then we had very good discussion guys. Super entertaining. Thank you to C Dovland. So glad you're back. Going to listen to this on my run crumbs. I also listen to this on my runs crumbs. I listen to myself talking. It's not <laughs> weird. I promise. Uh, okay. Okay. And then two things I want to address. One guy, Lance and shine said, if y'all, if y'all haven't seen RRR, this, that is an instant classic with a legendary friendship at its center. Cause we we're talking about content Ooh. that has friendships as like yeah, a big yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I totally agree. Cause I saw RRR twice and I really loved it. And what like, is that, RRR? You haven't seen RRR? What is RRR? It's the, it's like the, uh, Indian movie. It's the, not Bollywood. It's a no Tollywood. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, it, so it won an Oscar. It did? Yeah. It won like best song. Oh, dude. So yeah, I was in Austin the other week visiting yeah. my friend Adharsh and, uh, we were doing I like sleeper. Yeah, yeah. You know, Adharsh, uh, yeah. we were doing like sleepover style, like YouTube spiral, put something on, <laughs> on Netflix. Wait, I haven't, I haven't done that. I'm going to say 15 years. <laughs> like let's watch YouTube videos together. Like, like that wasn't since YouTube first came out. It was the last <laughs> time I did that. Well, you know, no, like, like, you know, like, I, you want, you don't watch like scary movies with your boys sometimes. Well, that's different. You're, you're talking about like YouTube spiral. I, like, are yeah, you saying it's just the same like, thing. It's not how the same is thing. a scary movie the same thing? No, no, no. But it was, it's the, it was, <laughs> you know, like late nights in eating snacks, watching random dumb shit, including. Okay. I do. I do. But do not that. limited okay. to scary movies, like straight to video cassette type movies and YouTube videos. Okay, but you're whatever. That's not even <laughs> not for, getting caught. I'm just this. not familiar with that specific thing. <laughs> but I have okay, like whenever someone's like, let's put on a, a random YouTube video, I always go to this one channel. It's called Half is Interesting. Uh Interesting. it's the same people, it's the same people who make uh Wendover Productions. That same thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah they yeah. have like geography, economics and transportation yeah. is like their main areas. Half as interesting is more like a little bit more like pop culture, but it's still kind of like random data, but it's like, they're kind of bite-sized, stupid, funny videos. Anyways, uh, you were saying you're making a point about ad harsh. No, no, no. I was just saying together. we, yeah. we, we happened to put RRR on because the, uh, yeah. like the pre, the pre-roll that the autoplay was yeah. so ridiculous yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta see it i i was like oh my god the white people that they cast in this movie i know are the, so yeah. like what not white people think about white pe- like british yeah royal yeah, white yeah. people like uh and then i watched the fir- first like it was so like dramatized indian like yeah. tropes i i don't know it was just so fucking good um you, you you need to see the whole thing it's three hours long but it's very dude, it was it. so long like I was delirious and everyone had gone to bed and I was like sleeping. Yeah. Or like I was about to fall asleep and I was like, ugh, maybe I'll finish it. But then I like, I, it felt like two hours in and then I opened the thing and there were two mm-hmm. hours left. And I, was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It, it, it goes, it goes a long time, but 
some of the action in that movie is just out of this world ridiculous yeah. best action i've seen in like years but it's a really good friendship movie as well yes it's it's like a the the setup for the movie is that these these two people become friends one of them is sort of like a like the setup is that in the very first scene there's this like this place in the jungle in India and this like little girl gets taken yeah, by the I, I British. Remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and they're like, no, she's gone. Doesn't she get and then, like immediately she, wrecked? No, 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 no. Her mom, her mom gets killed. Oh, her mom happens because her mom is wrecked. running after yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like one person that's like from that community is like, I'm going to go find her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so that's like one main character. And then the other main character is a guy who his, he's Indian, but he's part of the like police. And, He's trying to track down this guy that's looking for her yeah. uh, be, or or him and his like, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of his family members are looking because they're causing trouble and like they whatever. And then they they inadvertently like meet and become best friends. And so there's this tension of like they, they don't know each other's goals. Like they don't they don't know that they're yeah, looking yeah. ideals al- uh, don't align. Uh, but there's a lot more to it. And it, eventually it's all about like revolution. Yeah. The, the ending kind of goes crazy, but in a good way. Oh, I but love that. I recommend I you that. see it. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that's that very much fits into the trope that set we were talking about. Like, yes. I mean, it's like Ang and yeah, Zuko. Friends betraying each other. Yeah. It's, um, mm. it's fuck. Uh, uh, Roku and Shozen. Yeah, yeah. Sozen. I, I keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and last thing before we start the episode, I want to address this one other comment because I'm curious on your take on it. Yeah. Uh, from Verumex. Great episode. A favorite Avatar episode for me, too. And I cannot wait to hear both of your reactions to the new live action One Piece after the skepticism shared this week. Because when I posted it, it had already actually come out. Yeah. yeah, But we recorded it before then. And you're like, oh, it looks like shit. And I've seen (laughs) like I actually I've obviously never seen One Piece. Um, But from what I hear, the reviews of the live action that I've heard. And again, I'm not so sure about the sources, but they're saying either it's okay. Or it's actually kind of good, is what I've heard. Uh, so I'm curious to have you seen it, and what are your thoughts? So I watched like the first three, four episodes. Yeah, and I do think that it. I do think that I, I I take my opinion with a grain of salt because I do think I need to see the whole season. Yeah, but I think all in all, I think Netflix they pulled it off. Those sons really? of bitches. Really, I think they pulled it off. Meaning, here's what I mean, and like to be honest, it's more TikTok than Netflix. Okay. But here's what it succeeded in doing. It's succe- the second season is greenlit. Uh-huh. One, that's huge signal. That means that Netflix sees this as ROI positive yeah. in investing further. And it did a good job of bringing non-anime fans and turning them into One Piece fans. Mm-hmm. It did a good job of turning One Piece viewers into One Piece live action viewers mm-hmm. Enough so that they would actually watch a second season, which means that you the audience will only continue to grow, mm-hmm. and and then they will have the synergies of people adopt going and watching the anime, and then the anime people yeah, watching yeah. the live action. So that flywheel, they successfully, I think, started that. There are people on like there are influencers yeah. in the. Asian culture, anime. Yeah, that's like that's why TV I say that is sphere. Yeah. All they're all generally on board to continue consuming this okay. and talking about it. So what about not, not it succeeded that, I, though? I think like I can't put it to one thing, dude. I just think like I think it just was good enough. 
Okay. Because to be not, honest, like okay. I, I'm a little bit begrudging about, I think it's solid and I think it's good enough. Like it doesn't okay. make me want to vomit. Does it do, does it bring anything to the table where you're like, I'm glad that they made this, hmm, I think... which I think is the big thing with live action remakes. I saw the Little Mermaid live action remake and I'm like, this should not have been made. This, <laughs> this yeah. is well. I think it's good. I think it's good that Oda was heavily involved. I don't know who that is. Oh, is that the creator? Oda is. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, is yeah. that the creator? Of Oda, the Oda okay. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm being, I'm being, <laughs> I'm being elitist about One Piece. Oda is the the mangaka. He is the creator of One Piece. Okay. He was heavily involved. They he made them sh- reshoot a bunch of things. Yeah. I'm being so picky. Like, there's a lot of creative choices and directorial choices that they made that I don't agree with that I would do differently. Yeah. One of the ones that I disagree with, but I get was like, they made Zoro like very much kind of like a pretty boy K-pop, J-poppy kind of heartthrob. And I think okay. that is actually really, really smart in terms of creating surface area for like fandom. There's yeah, a really okay. funny TikTok of like Instagram followers of the actors over time and then it like, saw, yeah, yeah. And then Zoro just explodes because all the girls are like yeah. thirsting over him. I think that Luffy was cast brilliantly. I think, okay. I think. Yeah. He, I've seen I, like having not actually watched the anime. I look at him and I'm like, yeah, this guy gives off the same energy of like, yeah. the posters. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, and, and he's kind of hard to bring to life because Luffy has like Luffy's like his dialogue is like Forrest Gump level of like, yeah short and like it's not even like pseudo i'm not trying to say like luffy has any mental conditions but (laughs) like he's not the brightest cookie in the tool shed you know like yeah and uh i think if you made a live action luffy that like childish i think Uh it would be weird so they gave him dialogue more dialogue but like i think he still does a good job of being true to anime shonen like I'm a simple dude that just wants to be the king of the pirates, Mm -hmm. you know, and I care about good values and being a good guy, but it's not overly cartoonish or ridiculous. It's, it's just like, yeah, I think it does sit in the uncanny Valley in a lot of visual aspects and a lot of stylish aspects. That's the, the, that's what I can't get over for any of these adaptations. Um, So I'm so, and that's what I'm, I think will ultimately be the, Probably the downfall of this live action after I think this coming out. Yeah. Which is creeping closer. It's definitely, it's coming out next year. I've heard a lot of, uh, some people saying that this One Piece thing kind of gave people hope for the Avatar thing. Maybe they can actually do it. I'm still skeptical though. We'll see. Anyway, sorry. I'm, let's talk about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a theme song and it goes like this. Welcome back to Welcome back to Avatar the First Viewing. This is the podcast where a first-time watcher of the show Avatar the Last Airbender goes through and watches the entire series from start to finish alongside an Avatar expert. I am the Avatar expert Eli. And I am the <laughs> And I am the Avatar Nubia. My name is Peter. What's up? And today we are we just watched season three, episode seven, The Runaway. Did I get that right? The Runaway. The Runaway. The Runaway. Because that's what they called Toph for a hot sec. Yes. So overall thoughts, Peter, what'd you think? 
I liked it because it was like a 90% of the way we've seen this episode before. And then at the end, they were like, no, 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 no. This is season three, episode seven. Yeah, yeah. If I were to summarize this episode, it would be fuck around and find out. You know, like, like, yeah, I think it was a fun filled shenanigans episode. But then at the end, the consequences were very real and dire. I I like that assessment because if this was a season one episode, it would just be, ah, and then we got away and then we're never going to see any of these people again. But the, I like having combustion man as this narrative line to, to keep the episodes on track. Sparky, sparky, boom, man, boom, boom, man. Sparky, sparky, boom, man, slash combustion man. Uh, that, that they're still being chased even when they have these kind of joke episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. not everything can be so perfect. Yeah, dude. He's such a vibe killer, huh? But they do that so well. They do. I, I really like that character. Let's start out with the newbie recap. Peter, recap it up. Yep, yep. All right, newbie recap. So the Ang Gang is in a Fire Nation village, town, something, whatever. And iconically, they have this metal statue that's spitting and shooting fire out of his uh, mouth and hands. Pretty sure that's Ozai, right? That, that, I'm sure it's yeah. Ozai. Who else yeah, yeah. would it be? Uh, Ozai, they have a statue of Ozai that's like spitting fire out up into the sky and like yeah. down his hands. And they did a little callback thing in the beginning. Uh, Katara in a fire nation garb is like telling yeah. someone to drag away Toph in fire nation garb and be like, Oh, you, how could you do this to me? You betrayed me. You betrayed me. me. Uh, basically. Well, what did you think of that little narrative device? Uh, I saw right through it, but it was, yeah. it was, a good, it, it was, but I, you know, it's just only because you know we're we've been watching content for thirty years yeah, and we nah, know nah. the we've seen the trope. I'm, I'm just not super into that narrative device, but anyway, just keep moving. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little. Uh, I don't want to say lazy, but it's 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 yeah. a little bit uh, tried. What is it called? Like done? Trite. Uh, trite. Is it trite? Is, is it? that what I'm trying to say? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so basically, Toph, Ang, and. Sokka go on this like scamming spree across the town where Toph uses her blindness oh, masquerading as like, oh, I'm an innocent. Like she basically is a shark. Yeah. And she uses earthbending to like win all these like carnival scam artists. She's counter scamming them and taking all their money and she's swimming in it and they do this montage and Katara is very worried mom vibe about it and like kind of scolding Toph. And her and Toph are, like, being, like, bickering and, like, butting heads throughout the episode. Mm. But Toph is, like, fuck off. Katara's, like, why are you doing this? Like, you got, like, parental issues or something, bro. Mm. Toph is, like, leave me alone. You're being, you're not my mom. You're not my real dad. Mm. And then she gets a wanted poster on the town. And she's, like, oh, fuck yeah, that's cool. But don't tell Katara. Yeah. And then Sokka does, like, a good guy sexy move, sexy man move, and opens up and says, like, hey, like, when my mother passed, Katara kind of stepped up and like took care of me yeah. and like all of us. And I think she kind of has that in her. Toph opens up, says like, yeah, you know, like I am actually struggling with like some of the thinking about my parents and stuff since I left. And Katara overhears it because Sokka intentionally had that conversation within naked earshot of her. You know, she was in like a sp- spring or something. Toph goes to apologize. Katara says, don't apologize. Let's go on a scam together. Mm-hmm. And then they, the scam is that she will turn Toph in, collect the bounty money, and Toph will metal bend out of the jail. This is when yes. I was like, oh no. 
So what happens? They put her in a wooden jail cell. They then give Katara the money out of this box. Or does he? The door opens and Boom Boom Man comes in. Sparky Sparky Boom Man yeah. comes in. Combustion Man comes in. They throw Katara in the jail cell. And then when Aang and... Uh, you got to remember Aang and Sokka. Name, man. Aang and Sokka. <laughs> uh, I'm rusty. When Aang and Sokka come to get them, Aang, they have a chase scene. And then... Ultimately, Katara gets out by sweat bending, cutting, chipping the wood bars out, and they narrowly escape. And it's a little unclear, like something kind of fucked them up, but it's unclear what. Uh, And then they get away at the end, right? And then that's the the episode. And then there's that last scene with um, Toph and Katara right at the very end. Toph asks Katara to write a letter to her parents. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, um, yes. Cool. So that was the episode. Uh, let's go right into predictions. Let's go right into predictions. We, what did we learn? Okay. So we got some more character development for Toph. I know we've talked about this, I think, not too long ago in some previous episodes. We're like, what is, what, what's happening with Toph, right? Where's her character yeah. going? This was a, a very Toph and Katara centric episode for them both. Yeah. Any predictions you have about Toph as a character? Uh, because we have that hanging thread now of like, she wants to connect the parents again. Or what? anything to say about Toph? Hmm. I think Toph will... It sounds like she'll eventually go back to the Earth Kingdom, like her Earth Kingdom village and like likely be more herself, like be like a renowned earthbending mm-hmm. figure or a teacher. I don't think she's going to be this closeted, I don't yeah. know earthbending princess anymore but i that's more like after the end of the story that's like more like the epilogue yeah i don't think this character development changes too much about the plot of this the season three in my head Mm -hmm. because like for a second i thought maybe the hawk hockey (laughs) that Sokka bought was maybe planted by combustion man and it was his hawk but i don't think that's the case i think it's um it, it's just like I think that's the end of that road it was just nice to see Toph ask for help and be vulnerable yeah and ask for help from Katara and have Katara and and, and also invest in it, it shows that she wants to do something about like her relationship with her parents mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think that is I don't think like the Hawks gonna get intercepted and like <laughs> they're therefore gonna know something about yeah. Toph and like something's gonna happen and like the parents and some army is going to come get them. Like, I don't think that's what's happening. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, and then how about combustion man? Any, we, we did know, we did see at the end that the little pebble struck his tattoo and that like disrupted his combustion, combustioning. Uh, Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. So Toph throws the boulder at him. He explodes it, but still a little piece comes and hits his tattoo on his head. Yeah. 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 So, so I, that one I saw, but like, Oh, I misunderstood. Okay. Because, like, so, like, after that, he, like, tries to do it, but it, like, kind of, like, misfires and yeah. then, like, explodes, like, like three feet him. in front yeah. of him. Um, I thought it w- I misunderstood those two things as separate because they then pan to, like, an empty alley. So, mm-hmm. I thought it was trying to say that, like, there's a third party that, like... Oh, no. Sabotage. No, 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 no. It, it was the pebble that hit his, his tattoo. 
I see. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay. 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 Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, I think um, th- I like that they're kind of hinting towards like what his kryptonite is. Yeah. Obviously, you do want him to not be like mm-hmm. indestructible. Yeah. 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 You know? But I thought it was really like Toph is like super clever. She's very witty because uh, she intentionally like hid that within like the bigger boulder. Like she planned it, for a small pebble to shoot out. I, my read of it I, that, was that was my. Read. I thought it was. You're probably right, but <laughs> when I watched it this time, my thought was like, "Oh, it just happened to explode, and a little piece of debris happened to fly there." Because they. Oh no! I thought it was too intentional. Because the way I read it is that I don't think they even like saw him misfire. I think they were running away at that point. I, huh? Did, oh, I think I am. I think I am reaching. But my understanding was like Toph simply wanted to hit like it's not like Toph knew anything, but she just wanted to like put in like a trap attack okay. hidden within and like maybe was aiming for his eye for no other reason than like clearly his eye is like yeah. significant. Yeah, and that's where the lasers of, are coming yeah. out of. Uh-huh. Let's go over our favorite parts. Yep, yep. I have a few things i like about this episode why don't you start us off? yes okay the montage is so good in this yes. episode that, it's a good one. this is probably the best montage they've done so far when they're doing all the scams Ooh, that's that's a bold yeah they've done a lot of montages well, the bending montages are obviously cool but this one is yeah. just it's a nice a nice little i don't know i think the the uh the plot progression of this episode happens very smoothly and that yes, the montage was a nice little cherry on top, um, especially yeah. the little bit. I love when they unexpectedly will bring back the um, Sokka's like older man character where he has like the fake oh, beard. Yeah. This is like the third time yeah, yeah, you've yeah. seen this. Uh, yeah. they, they had just previously shown that when they pretended to be Aang's dad when he like enlists yeah. in school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Fire. Fi- Something. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember his name, but. And then there's like the little musical cues when each of the little like money bags comes on after they like scam some rich person for maybe hitting Toph. Yeah. I like that. The other part that I want to mention is I like how chatted they make Combustion Man look. <laughs> he, do, do you remember the shot of when he walks into like the jail place and yeah, he, lo- he looks Katara? like two feet taller than Katara? It's like, oh yeah, shit, he actually giant. he's like... I don't know, like six and a half. He's like a fucking NBA player as well at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They um, <laughs> it looks like he's from a different show. Yeah. The way that they uh, mm-hmm. animated him. And speaking of that, animating characters. I mentioned this in the previous episode, but a lot, or maybe it was two episodes ago, a lot of even just the side characters that are only in one shot, in previous seasons, it would just be kind of like a same face crowd. Yeah. But they will, they will now like individually animate each of these characters to be very unique looking. And it seems like they yeah. would even have a name, but they just, I, I don't know. I just, they're just doing it for shits. And yeah, giggles. that's true. Each, each individual scam artist, the each, like bank collector like the guy. Jail yeah. Cell guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So I appreciated that. Yeah. I think it has to do with increased budget and attention. Yeah. I think it has to do with what we talked about last episode too, like humanizing mm-hmm. the fire mm-hmm. nation. Also just like adding just richness mm-hmm. to the, to the universe. Yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. Those are good ones. I think uh, you do a really good job of catching pacing. That's why I think this show is so watchable is that it's it's very yeah. well paced. And I'm fi- 
this is the last time I'm going to talk about Hunter x Hunter. Because I, ju- <laughs> I just finished the Chimera Ant arc. And that is by far my biggest complaint with the show. If they cut, I'm going to say, three quarters of it. it would Bro, be a- but it's Shonen. Huh? It's Shonen, though. That's okay. How- oh, well, here's the thing. I'm watching that, and I'm also watching Jujutsu Kaisen, which is perfectly well, paced. Yeah, right? yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. But, but, like, again, that's a different age it's- group, like. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's it's it's, it's like it's like a uh, older. There's a name for it. So there's like the Naruto One Piece age shonens, no. and then there's like the Jujutsu Kaisen. Do you mean like, age as in when it came out, or who like the target audience? Target audience, like it's it's like a different subgenre uh, classes. Like it, it's really, but yeah. the, even like Hunter Hunter has very like violent, gruesome scenes. You know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. But eh, maybe I'm. This is where I'm like a fake weeb. <laughs> like I don't know the actual terms for this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like it's not like Jujutsu Kaisen is not like an after school special. Okay. I, but Hunter, I actually don't know Hunter Hunter that much. It's so the the this last season gets very dark. But again, the reason I bring it up, Avatar is so well paid. Obviously, like they're very different shows. The way that they structure their episodes, right? Yeah. Even in season three, they still have these like self-contained adventures. You know, that that was yeah. just the norm in American TV at the time that it came out. Obviously, today is a lot different. But when this show, it's just as I said, they could cut literally three quarters of it, and it would be the better for that. There are so <laughs> there's so many pointless yeah characters, pointless episodes or episodes where it's like you realize at the end like. 30 seconds of the time in the world have elapsed in the course of the whole episode. It's like, you're, I don't like getting into the weeds that much. Um, and I have a lot of problems with that show. A lot of problems. And like, I always talk to my friend who's like, that's his favorite anime. What? And I'm like, yes, he's, I, I know a lot of people who say, oh, that's one of my favorites or, or it's their favorite. Am I, and he's, you know, he's like, missing something. Cause I, I mean, look, like, I'm not going to pretend like I haven't seen it. So I don't, you know, like, yeah, it's, I just, to me, I, my impression I of don't Hunter think you Hunter need to watch it. is that it's a, it's like a Walmart version of a lot of other of those animes. You, Cause like I put, I, I put, um, one piece, Naruto, Hunter X Hunter, bleach, bleach. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Bleach. I would put, what's that one? The one with the hero academia, like I would put them all yeah, in like, yeah, the yeah. same they, camp. Yes, yes. The the way that they're paced. Yeah, and and just like all the and, all the themes, like you're pretty much like there's a school era, and then there's a bad guy era. And you're saving the yeah. world. I think Dragon Ball and Pokemon are technically in this, but like Pokemon branched off and became its own thing. Yeah, and then I I think like Dragon yeah. Ball to an extent did as well. Yeah, but those things are just so much there iconically their yeah. own thing so i think it kind of became their yeah. own genre but i know what you're saying though yeah about these these animes that have like 100 200 plus episodes yeah. that they're paced that way for a reason i feel like they just this is why adaptations need to be adaptations and i say this i say this a lot if you're adapting a book into a movie or a manga into an anime i think it needs to be for a reason money. some things work better money huh? <laughs> yeah okay exactly and and that's it's it's blatantly obvious 
about when I'm talking about like Little Mermaid. Oh, bro. And all these Disney live actions. Okay. It is so blatantly obvious that there's no point to it except money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's shareholder value, bro. Yeah. Every second you're watching this movie, you I feel that. I cannot get into these movies because all I can see is just like corporation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they had the word, if they, have, if they had like, I think that here's what I think about this movie. I think this movie in theaters, in the theatrical cut, should have the Disney logo at the bottom right of the screen the entire runtime because that's how it feels watching it. You, if, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think what you're saying is it's, it's not like, you know how like, uh, like, have you heard like, like spam is not food. It's a food product. You know, like Lunchables isn't <laughs> yeah. food. I like spam. No, I, love spam I like spam. Like, you know, yeah. like, like Lunchables isn't yeah. food. It's a food it's product. It's a food product. Right? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I think what you're saying, <laughs> these aren't stories. They're like story products. Like these aren't that this is what like Martin Scorsese was talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this, these are not films. This is something different, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? This is a product in the form of a film. That's a good and way. To, that's, 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 a, that's been happening yeah, yeah, yeah. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is not new, but like now it's like, there's less of what there used to be. And there's so much more uh, of this. Like, you know that, you know, did you watch Bo Burnham special? The one from COVID? No. The inside. I yeah, haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. I know I should see it. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has a song that goes like, there it is again, that funny feeling. And like, that's the chorus. And like, the song is yeah. him like naming these things that all feel like kind of like future dystopian, like cognitive dissonance. Like mm. the things he names is like, a stunning 8K resolution meditation app, like like okay, a book yeah, on yeah. getting yeah. better, hand delivered by a drone. You know, right. it's it's stuff like that. And yeah, I yeah. think like what you're talking about gives me that those feelings a lot. It's like my yeah. childhood yeah. movies that was cutting edge storytelling artistry at, at the, the time, time yeah. being remade with like the sausage like spam equivalent like story products. Yeah. In, both in terms of marketing, the scripting, the every, every, every aspect of it. Every single aspect of that movie, it feels yeah. that way. Yeah. So, sorry. The, and so all of that was to say, if you're going to adapt something, <laughs> you need you need to intentionally adapt it. Right. And some I, I think some people, uh, they watch an anime and they want it to be just an interpretation of the manga rather than an adaptation. It's just like, OK, everything for the manga, just put it on the anime. Right. Just. Every line of dialogue, I want all of that backstory. I want all those like five, ten minutes of just dialogue backstory, right? <laughs> and to me, like, I don't know, for me in TVs and movies, like you want things to be, maybe I won't even say that because I think that's that's not always true. Like there's definitely exceptions to that, but specifically for adaptations, you need to, you need to make it its own thing and make it have a reason for existing. And obviously tons of anime does that because it's like oh well now we get to animate the fight scenes and it's yeah. way cooler than it was in yeah, the manga yeah, yeah. but oh that that is one thing i'll say about one piece i thought because like fight choreo is less of a thing in yeah. uh in one piece i thought the choreo that they did for sanji and zoro were actually very very solid oh okay that's huge that, that's actually that's really very huge, huge. yeah, yeah. Okay, we're sorry, going off the to track move on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bad, I, know. Uh, no, I think it's me. You, <laughs> is there anything, any other like favorite parts you want to talk about? Well, for me, I really liked the sound design and the music scoring in this episode, and I mm, think that's yeah. To you, you were talking about the montage, and I think they brought back like the Buster Keaton like slapsticky kind of humor, 
And they did a lot of like fun sound design stuff. So an example would be when Toph like pretended to get hit by that rich person's carriage. Like the way she falls over. The way she falls over. And then um, <laughs> they play a music and to the bump on bums of the music, like That's the money a, yeah. piles on to yeah, yeah, yeah. Sokka's arm. Like they do a bunch of those things. And, you know, I thought it was very on the nose, but I thought that the um, the way that like Sokka did the, oh, like, they're fighting. These girls are fighting. Let's like have them open up and be vulnerable and tender yeah. and they'll resolve their problems. I, th- I thought that was actually pretty well done. Shall we talk about our dislikes? Yep, yep. Yeah. What do you dislike? Critiques. What do you, what do you dislike? I, I have a critique right off the bat. Right off, right off the, the bat. bat. He has one. Right off the bat. I like this episode. It's a good episode. <laughs> and sorry, one thing I didn't, I didn't mention on in, in the um, favorite parts is that I think this episode is placed in a good point in the show. Yeah. We have like really plot heavy, very important episodes, a string of like three or four of them. And then we have this kind of a little bit more of a side, a little break from that kind of, but there still is that little bit of plot. I think it was well placed, but to talk about my dislike. All right. That fi- the statue. Mm. Where, where's the fire coming from? Yeah. What? Do what? they have a coal? Is it just because they, do they, they do use coal, don't they? Yeah. The yeah, fire yeah nation? they do. They use coal. Okay, well yeah. then it's just that. But it's it's uh, it's clear from um, it's a lot of fire. It's like extremely yeah, a huge, always on yeah 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 sort of thing. But that that is one benefit of having an autocratic state. Audit. Okay. Is yeah. That, is yeah. That, it, like you 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 yeah, can spend yeah. you can waste a lot of money on cool shit. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I I was just imagining like a group of firebenders inside, like all <laughs> just small firebenders just <laughs> doing, like, doing that just <laughs> to keep it on. Yeah. And taking turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's that. And then the other one, the wooden jail. I'm like, where did they come up with that? Yeah. Why do they have a wood? Like, it makes sense if it was built specifically for earthbenders. Yeah. Because it is it is useless when it comes to uh, <laughs> firebenders. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. They just I, burn, I was thinking about that. Yeah. They just burn themselves. Well, I guess a firebender wouldn't really be able to get out of either. Well, I mean, they could burn down well, the wood, but yeah, they would I, kill I feel themselves. Like, I feel like a, a deft firebender could, like... Oh, like, blow a hole in a specific yeah, part yeah, and yeah, just yeah, jump yeah. through. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And, like, why are they... They're in the Fire Nation. Yeah. Do they have Earth Nation prisoners that are brought to the Fire Nation? I think also a little strange. Mm. And also, if it's... Toph is the only metal bender. Yeah. So metal prison would work for literally everyone except Toph. Yeah, that's true. Like, would they have that? Would they have that intel? Like, I don't know. No, they. Maybe they. Who who even knows about her metal bending? Because she used it against the two Earth Nation guys. Yeah. And then I can't remember. She used it in the Earth Nation a few times, but I can't remember against. No, no. Again, they did use it against the Fire Nation ship. She metal bended against the ship. Mm. So. But is that enough time for them to, all right, every single town in the Fire Nation now needs a wooden prison <laughs> specifically because we know Toph is here somewhere? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, what is the scenario? Like, all right, we got Toph. Now we need to put her away for a little bit. But every town needs to have this. Sorry. I, I, I you guys know it. what I mean. I don't buy <laughs> you guys, it. You guys know what I mean. That's, yeah. that's all I got. Um, any critiques from you? I didn't have any blatant critiques this episode, to be honest. I thought it was, um, okay. I thought the, I thought the girls fighting was a little bit like, 
I was kind of yawning through it, to be honest. Yeah. But you know, I got I got the gist, I got the bit. You know, I I, mm. I enjoyed. Yeah, I kind of like glaze over when they're making blind jokes about Toph now. It's like, oh, I get it. It's yeah. a parchment. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, and like the I thought the names that she was saying to Katara was funny, but I was kind of just like waiting to see how this would play out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I enjoyed the montage. Yeah. Mm. Is it time for the bogus thesis? Bogus thesis time. Yep, yep. Bogus thesis. Now I know that there's something about Toph and her trauma that we can talk and make a thesis on. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously my first thesis is that there's a bunch of firebenders just taking turns, keeping that statue on. <laughs> <laughs> there's like 20, 30 of them. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a lot of fire. I have uh, like a very classic bogus thesis one. Go ahead. Um, just about how being sketchy is a skill. Like being scammy is a skill <laughs> And you should not mistake your like people that haven't done it because they are like right like they're they're um like holier than thou about it. Yeah, shouldn't go in thinking that it's like easy. Like I, I there's a there's a pithier way to say this, <laughs> but basically you know what I'm saying is like Katara was like oh yeah I, let me just do a scale with you, you know yeah but she just fucks everything up royally. Mm. Um, takes one to know one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be my thesis. Like, okay, just because you are more ethical does not mean you are more competent. Yes, there we go. Uh, no, but I should have a, an actual thesis, and I think my actual thesis is going to be about. I can't, I can't put this super succinctly. Yeah, but it's about how we've seen Toph do this many times. When she creates her little Earth tent, yeah, yeah that yeah. means that. She is, she's putting her walls up physically and emotionally uh, when that happens. Yes. She did that previously in another episode when she's like, I'm done talking about this. Put the earth tent up. Yeah. This is exactly right after in this, in this episode when she says, I can't remember exactly, but she was saying Qatar was pressing her on. Yeah. I, I think, think you actually want to, yeah, you actually care about your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you care about what they think about you. She's like, I don't have to take this from you. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Toph is someone who builds walls so easily. <laughs> but don't we need, just like nature intended, water, water. over the course of time <laughs> can carve canyons. <laughs> can carve canyons through these canyon walls. Yeah. And maybe it does take like, a... Who's an, a waterbender? <laughs> Katara. Katara, indeed. And maybe it does take that waterbender in your life too. Who's your waterbender? Who's your waterbender? Actually, it's funny you say that because uh, I, we did this really fun game, me and Nikki, where we just go through yeah, everybody yeah, you, you we called know. Me. You called me. Dude, yeah, I, was I called so you. Touched. That was a touching call to receive. I So for listeners, so for context, we determined that Nikki is a waterbender, I'm an airbender, and Peter is an earthbender. And this I'm curious... Yeah, I'm curious. I'm gonna put this in the Q and A. I'm curious, having you, if you've listened to us so far, if you agree, and I'm gonna put this as a Q and A. Like, what type of bender would you be? Because I'm curious, just like who's listening, what kind of benders are out there yeah. listening to us? I also think this is a superior version of like Hogwarts, like Harry yeah. Potter. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Do you want to share your thoughts about that? About like 
your type of bending? Yeah. So I thought I was an airbender because I've spent most of my twenties, like moving from coast to coast, like changing industries a bunch. Like I always, like, I often like change my mind about like who I want to be, what I want to become, like all those things. So I thought, um, like airy, like nomading. And then Eli was like, yeah, but you've done all those things with a very consistent, like diligence, like theme yeah. and diligence and like purpose. Yeah. And, uh, that kind of like really changed the way that I thought about myself in a, in a way that like, really, yeah. Like I did not ever think about it that way. And I felt, uh, I don't know, like, a, like I, I, there was a part of myself that I thought like, maybe I was like ashamed of or like embarrassed about because I thought I should be more, I don't know, like, like devoted to something or like, I, I, I don't know, but. That's so weird for you to say, because I consistently <laughs> see you as being like the most devoted to whatever it is that you're going to do. You put so much intention into everything. Thanks, man. And like, and um, something in particular yeah. is a good way to spot an earthbender. Mm. Someone that you know that absolutely has a one, five and 10 year plan. <laughs> It's a good sign of an earthbender. And like, even if that plan changes a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they always have it. That's Peter. You got, to, you've told me about your, your five. Yeah. My five-year plan. I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. I, I guess you're, I guess you're right. Yeah. It does change a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. And I like whenever, whenever people ask me like, oh, so what's the plan for the future? I'm always like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll but what, what is that? Is that what? What do you think? Like makes you characteristic of like an airbender? I it's tough for me to say because I initially said waterbender, but then Nikki eventually landed on airbender. Yeah, and I I think I agreed, and we asked a few other people, and they also said that. John also said that, huh. and I think it was because a lot of people considered me to be like very easygoing. I would say so. I think that that's that's a. Uh, like conflict free kind of person. I would say that's, I would say that's true. I think you don't like it when things are dumb. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, uh, like there's very few things that annoy you. And I think it's funny <laughs> what things annoy you. Like, like when things don't work or what do you mean? Um, like the things, uh, like I can't, my brain is like starting to go. Things that are dumb. Like like social situations where like someone did something like rude for no reason or like. like I, oh, yeah. Or, yeah. or like, uh, or like, yeah, like, like, when, like the gripes that you have about the show are usually when like things don't logically line up or something or like yeah, it's too convenient. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not doing yeah. a good job of this. <laughs> no, no. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But I do think, I do think you're pretty like, I, you're not like. Like easygoing doesn't, you are, but like, that's not that, that the energy of that phrase is not like what I think of when I think of you. Cause like, right. I don't think you are apathetic. I don't think you are carefree. I don't think you are like you lack depth and thought. Yeah. Which I think which is, yeah. Sometimes I wouldn't associate that with any of the, the signs. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we should pull up Iroh saying like the airbender, oh, yeah. the, the sign of the freedom. It's the, it's freedom. Freedom is an airbender. Well, yeah. I do think you're very light, like, and free in that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think like, I certainly have a chip on my shoulder and something to prove to somebody. Right. Uh, I don't think you necessarily have that. <laughs> I think you're like yeah. very content with I'm Eli. I am good at this and I like this. 
and I'm going to do that. Like, yeah, that. That's an interesting point because I recently had a chat with someone that I was acquainted with at NYU. Yeah. And something that people, uh, so like for content, we've told this, I've said this many times, but for listeners, uh, Peter and I both went to college together. We were in, in the business school in Stern at NYU. And the dominant thing at Stern is finance. Yeah. It's like 70% of the, the people there do finance. A lot of people want to do investment banking or these very high energy um, <laughs> sort of jobs. And like the school is geared around that. It's very much a school that's like, they're very proud about like the employment rate of yeah, yeah, people yeah. post like immediately post graduation. Yeah. And they really pushing, they push for the students to be, have their jobs like lined up well in advance of, of graduation. Yeah. And I immediately like, I start I learned a little bit about like investment banking at the, cause I didn't really even know about it, honestly. Dude, neither did I, dude. Neither did yeah. I, I. And most bankers don't, to be honest. Yeah. But anyway, I joined and I learned about it and I learned about what, it is and like what finance is and you're like and oh like, no that doesn't interest me <laughs> at all uh, and like that was the end of that <laughs> yeah right and then something that people tell me uh other people at the time and today is like wow i can't believe that's brave of you for like resisting the social pressure to do <laughs> investigating i'm like what do you mean i don't like that doesn't make sense that's to me. not like, Eli i immediately <laughs> i immediately said like nope well i don't want to do that yeah so and then that, that was the end of it there's no me being like, maybe I should because everyone else is. It's like, why would I devote my life to yeah, something dude. just because everyone else does it? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And exactly. that was so intuitive. That for wouldn't me, even you know? cross your that like you give me so much permission every time you're like, why the hell would you do that? Because <laughs> to me, it was like, I don't know what this is, but they're saying it's desirable. They're telling me that it's yeah. desirable, it's competitive, and that I probably can't do it. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know, like that, that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't even know what it is, but I'm going to do it. Uh, let me, let me create my, uh, my, uh, schedule and I'm going to train every day and, yeah. and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why you can, that's why you can do like, I feel like long-term things a lot better and more often than I can. Like, I don't know, man. I haven't been long-term in a while. I think you do. But- no, I think I think you do. I guess you're right. You try you try a lot of things. I and do you're try very a lot intentional of about it, and that's why that's why you're this lovely earthbender in my eyes. Thank um, you very much, man. So, dear listeners, <laughs> I'm curious what type of bender are you? Please put it down. Uh, you, I mean, you could just like email us or whatever. But they have this thing on Spotify. So, if you're listening on Spotify, I'll put that as a question. You can just fill in what type of bender you are and why. Curious to learn about, as I said, like. You know, what's the makeup of our listeners? Yeah. Um, so put that down below. And thanks again for listening to another episode. Next episode, this is going to be a really good one. I think it's partially been spoiled for you already. What? Yeah. But it's going to be a great episode. Who is our sponsor? Oh, and by the way, I was just hanging out with some people earlier today. And they're like, so you know how we do the ad? We always do our ad at the end of this episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you only need 100 listeners per month to actually do real ads. I'm like, really? That's it? <laughs> so we, apparently we can actually be doing and like being paid for doing actual ads. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't really care. I figured we probably I don't care either. It's like, <laughs> am I going to get like $5 at the end of that? Is that worth it? I, to have to I like... Mean, yeah, I, I think if I did it, I would do it to be like, huh, this is nifty. Like I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't do it yeah. because like I want to make money per se, you know? Right. Again, again, listeners, 
The reason we do this podcast is because we want to do the podcast. That's the only reason why we don't yeah, do yeah. it so that like, oh, we got to build our audience. No, we do it because we want to do it. That's it. No, I, I, so I if will, you guys are, I will say like, it has been really cool to see how yes. many people fuck with Avatar and how many fuck, how many people like just vibe with us talking about Avatar. I think that I actually do find that really yes. cool. Like you guys are the, the food that keeps us going. Yeah. Right, but the, but you, you get what I mean. We we love. Like, Where is this going? <laughs> no, we like we seeing this. It's like shit. We got to record again every time we hear you guys and oh, we hear from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. But again, the, yeah, you you guys. Uh, we've said this before. You know, you know us at this point. So <laughs> give me an ad, Peter. Who sponsored this podcast? This episode is sponsored by. Nord VPN so that you don't get scammed. Yes. That is a huge <laughs> that's a increasingly a big issue. By the way guys, if you if you ever use Craigslist, god forbid. I used to be a big Craigslist user. Wait, what, you don't use it anymore? Uh, Why not? Because well there's so many scams on Craigslist now and way more than used to be. Oh really? That offer out Facebook Marketplace much easier. Craigslist now if if you post something anything within five minutes you're gonna get uh, a call or whatever you put your number there it's gonna be someone who's saying hey i just just i'm gonna send you a code you need to read me this code uh to see if you're a real person all they're trying to do is hack into your gmail they're trying to get that two-factor authorization and get in so do not ever read someone a code if they're asking you for it never do that that's my psa for the day maybe that's my words of wisdom but again, thank you all for listening. Peter, give me some words of wisdom. I think you already gave it to him, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> words of wisdom. Um, quit while you're ahead. Okay. You're, when you're scamming people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Quit while you're ahead. Take the money and run. Call, uh, send a letter to your mom. We say that every time. Yep. I love it. And it's good advice. Yep. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.